Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the pod of Born to Be a Star, a pod where you get to work at, recognize your star power. You get to look in the mirror. You get to recognize your star power. You get to look at what you've achieved, what you've done, and what you've yet to accomplish or do. Let's take a moment to recognize ourselves, regardless of where we are in our journey. Let's recognize how we are in our journey. I know sometimes we get sabotaged with life and social media or just life again or jobs or misery or whatever it is. But you can't get caught up in that. Because in in a blink, it'll all be over and your life will be ending, not beginning. So it's important while while you're in the middle or it's important while you're taking time to acknowledge things that you recognize that everything happens for a reason. And just because one thing didn't lead to another doesn't mean that another isn't going to turn out to be the reason why. I know we can get caught up in things and we can get caught up in situations and we think that the end is the end but sometimes the end is the beginning or sometimes the beginning is the end i believe that sometimes god i don't know about you but sometimes me like god either puts me in a position uh lets me look at it and then takes me out of it takes me away from it sometimes the taking away from taking me away from it part isn't good but sometimes that's necessary it it, it could be outside of God too it could just be the situation it could just be fate that takes you away from things you're not supposed to be a part of but I know at the time when you're dealing with it it's kind of difficult trying to decipher what's next what's next is whatever you want to be one situation that's not good can lead you to an amazing ending that you didn't see before so instead of you focusing on what you can't do focus on what you can and let's focus on our mantra of yes I can Um, you can't say you can't do anything if you didn't try it yet Um, I have a lot of things I live by and one of them is I'm great because I I attempted to be amazing that's a a thing that I like I also like um, do my best and forget the rest and I heard that with my nephew watching Paw Patrol but that really stuck to me because even the the puppy characters in Paw Patrol understand that you can't be perfect at something so there's that anyways thank you for tuning into this pod of Born to be a Star on this Wednesday and I hope you know you're a rock star wherever you are and look in those mirrors whether they be in the bathroom on your phone in your car wherever they are look in the mirrors and recognize your star power It's up to you to bring the light to the day. And I dare you to do that. And you can bring the light to the night as well. You are the light. Anyways, let's get into a part of a conversation that I love. No media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. Because they lie to us. They lie to us anyway. So, right. Jen has left to go to CNBC. And Biden's talking points is existing in this narrative where everything that's going wrong in the United States is because of Russia. And I really talked about this yesterday. How pathetic is it for you to utilize an atrocity in another country as, as a reason why something's not going right in our country? Now, a lot of people, 
and Biden have said we're going to have to suck it up. We're going to have to deal with high prices. We're going to have to deal with inflation. We're going to have to deal with this because of the the problem with Russia and Ukraine and all the refugees and things that are happening. That's fine. I I don't like that. And I'm sure a lot of other people don't like that as well. We have enough problems in the United States. Enough problems. I told you about all the homeless people in California. Well, there's homeless people everywhere. Not just in California. There's homeless people in New York. There's homeless people in Chicago. There's homeless people in Montana. There's homeless people in Texas. There's homeless people everywhere. There's homeless people in Florida. There's homeless people everywhere. There's people that need help in this country and they're not getting it. And you know who's going to get it? The people that aren't from here. It's very easy to feel like you're lost here at times because you don't understand what the government is doing and you don't understand what the leaders are doing. If they're supposed to be leading, shouldn't the narrative be America? Because the narrative is not America. If America is still great, why don't we feel like that? Like, it feels like we're always going to other places, minding other places business. And we do that all the time. Does that ever end? I, I just, I wonder. Like, like the whole thing with Afghanistan, that really pissed me off. And I, went, I really went in with that. That was the majority of my life was spent there. Like, that's insane. What, what's your reasoning for that? What was accomplished? Because those people folded to the Taliban. It didn't matter what we did. They were going to cave. That's what fear is. And I think the same thing's happening now with Ukraine. Granted, this situation in Ukraine is different, but I think you have to be very careful with Putin And I don't think it's correct for Biden to be saying the things the way he's saying it. And I think we also need to be careful because gas is still high here. Commodities is still ridiculous here. Buying clothes is still ridiculous here. There's a lot of things that are really still not good here. Um, I do like the idea that democracy exists to an extent, which allows me and others to voice our thoughts and opinions. But saying that, you have to be have to be fully aware that no one's actually listening to us. Like no one's listening to me. Maybe they're so listening to something like Pod Save America or or someone with a higher channel. I I'd like to think that maybe this podcast, this part of the podcast, gets to people where I point out the the issues and deflections because the issues here are that is that you have a nation of people that should be provided the opportunity to do whatever they want. And then you have this narrative where we're supposed to feel bad or sympathetic for other people that aren't from here. Why? You live in that country. That's repercussions of that country. Like, China is China. Like, Russia is Russia. I I know we want to act like everybody's nice, but they are not. I know it's comfortable to act like the United States can save the world, but it can't. It's impossible. 
it's not fair to put that much pressure on the United States. And honestly, Biden doesn't even know where he is. Are we really going to put pressure on him to try to figure things out? Because he's failed at every extent. Like, here's a question, right? Since we're talking about the United States. What's going to happen when these truckers go on strike? Like they did in Toronto and they blocked off all the connecting divisions of fleet. What's going to happen when they do that in the United States? Because that hasn't happened yet, but it likely will. What's going to happen when that happens? We're going to start running out of food. And, like, the worst is yet to come. There's no preparation for that here. There isn't. And no one's talking about it. And on the media, all they do is, like, sympathetically point blame at other things. These people are still talking about January 6th and not of 2022 by the way isn't it tiring to continuously hear about something that's over like it ended it's over like shouldn't you people be focusing on something else and for biden to say that he wants to condemn trump it shows how weak he is you have enough to be focusing on dude like where you are so you can be cognitive to what's around you and your surroundings Clearly, you have a case of, like, memory loss, and clearly your age is getting to you. You probably belong in a harbor or something with a caretaker to watch over you so you don't get lost. That's what happens when you get older. Some people, they forget everything, and and it's unfortunate and it's sad, but it's a part of life, man. Take it as it comes. The President of the United States of America is not representation is not a good representation of America. And I'm saying that as a young person. So I I don't really know how people that of an older generation feel. How do the people of his generation feel though? Because I'm wondering like, when things get really bad here, is he gonna continuously just blame Russia? Is he gonna just decide to blame China? Like, are you really trying to make the United States like China? Because China's a foothold. Let's not lie. Like, nobody wants to go to China and live there. The only people that want to go to China and live there, there's something wrong with their eyes because they can't see what's what's there. There's a problem here. It's called accountability. And no one in this party wants to take it. So... I'm not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm not sure what's going to happen the day after. I don't know what's going to happen when these truckers go on a strike. I don't know what's going to happen when the people that work at these jobs go on strikes because they don't think $15 is enough. I don't know what's going to happen when a lot of people go on strike because they're tired of dealing with stupidity. Things are going to change. We've had that conversation about the great resign and young people deciding to quit their jobs. Not even young people, but just a lot of people deciding, you know what? fuck this i'm gonna find something better whether you quit your job or your your job was stopped this couldn't be a better time for you to be finding a position like i know they wanted to fight for 15 but there's already 15 so what are they gonna do how are they gonna narrate this when everything comes crashing down because you can't keep asking everyone to just be okay with things. That That's not a good idea. Inflation at an all-time high is not a good idea. 
and he can't blame anybody for that except himself. Okay, moving on to the next part of our conversation. Thank you for tuning in to No Media Allowed. Are parks still fun? Like, I think parks are still fun. Going to play with kids or going to work out, going to run, going a, a quick walk. Maybe go for like a, uh, maybe a romantic lunch or a dinner or uh, maybe just to go check the birds out. Or maybe if the park nearby you has water, you can sit and stare at the lake or whatever. I still think parks are cool. I don't think they've lost their gist. Um, granted, parks definitely changed during COVID. So that's a different conversation. But I think parks are still the same. It's still an opportunity for you to enjoy nature and enjoy, enjoy outside. And I think we need to be enjoying nature and enjoy outside. I don't think we can always just be stuck in the house. I don't know about you, but, you know, I like to get outside and, and like outside. That, that's important to me. So I still think parks are okay. Maybe it's depending on where the park is, too. I feel like that's that's kind of important as well. Next part of our conversation. Does a con does a condo have a better value have a better resale value than a house? I'm gonna say it depends on the location. Like East Coast, I'd say yes. Middle of the country where there's like barely anything around. I'm talking about like Georgia, I'm talking about down south. Uh, I'm talking about where the population doesn't meet like the land because there's a bunch of those places where there's more land than people they're trying to give things away to young people to convince them to move there and i don't know if that's enough like what's going to convince me to want to move to some place i've never heard of where there's one grocery store like i like being in an environment where i can go drive seven different ways and find a place I don't want to be in an environment where I have to drive for an hour to get to a grocery store. I, I don't I don't like that. Um, some people might, but it's not me. Um, I think parks are a representation of America because there's parks everywhere here. And I, I, I also think there's parks around the world. Um, I think that's a good representation of, you know, fun and... Uh, a, a way to enjoy the nature and a way to become a part of the community. And I think we should keep our parks uh, as a special tradition. And we should continue to go to the parks, play. Kids should continue to play in playscapes. And people should continue to play soccer or just bring a blanket and a book and read. And we got to keep those traditions up going. And I, and I think that parks are cool but we were talking about condos so if the condo is near the park even better but I think the condo has to be in a populated area right like I just said, it can't be in the middle of nowhere. I think the if the condos in New York, you're definitely going to get good resale. Then the condos in California, again, you're definitely going to get good resale. Chicago, like big cities, you're, the money is there. You're, you're going to get a turnover. Maybe it doesn't even have to be a big city, though, because there's like condos that are not in an inner city, and you can still get a lot of money from them. 
Like, I was watching something on HGTV, of, or not even HGTV, I was having a conversation with someone, and they were selling a condo in Mass, and they got top offer from it, because it was in a, a popular place. And that's Massachusetts, and that's in the United States. So, there we go. Boston, New York, East Coast. If you're trying to sell a condo, you're definitely, you might get even more for it. When it comes to um, houses, I don't know. Like, there's more that goes into houses. Like, there's a lot more that goes into houses. So, how are we going to narrate or fix that? Like, you're really going to have to make sure you do a good job of fixing everything if you're trying to sell your house. Everything has to be updated. Things have to be modernized. And you have to create a setting where you're going to entice people to want to buy it. You know, the community. You know, what street is it on? How far away is it from things? Like, that's what you're convincing of. That, you know, it's it's an, a, a, an amazing area. Granted, people are working remote more or they want to work remote more so they don't want to be traveling to an office um or maybe they do it depends on what your line of work is i think that overall it's easier to sell a condo or a townhouse than it is to try to sell a house you have to be very careful with houses and then like you might assume your house is worth something until the contractor goes in there and then they look at everything and then they find issues and then that takes the the value down so you can't sell it for like a high like there's a lot that goes into it and that's just not what houses that's what condos too that's why i'm saying if you're reselling something make sure that everything is on point so you can get all your dollars man that's what i'm saying next part of our conversation outside of parks and condos um is a recession coming to the united states I mean, is the stock market not telling us that? It's going up 26. It's going down 583. It's going up 37. It's going down over 1,000 points. Um, Stocks that don't have anything to do with, like, concrete things are losing value very fast. Like, Meta is up, it's down. It's up, it's down. Twitter, it's all over the map. Like, as someone that constantly watches the stock market on a daily basis um i mean i think it's it's telling you exactly what's happening and i know some people will say it's a bear market i don't know if it's going to be a recession but we've seen a recession before right we know what leads to it i could definitely tell you what leads to it inflation leads to it and people not knowing how to deal with money lead to it. So are we going into recession? I mean, I think it's likely. They spent $24 billion on Ukraine. And we're already in debt. And there's a lot of problems here. And I'm not sure it's going to be fixable. The Fed is res- raising the interest rates on a lot of things. And uh, we will have to wait and see. So there's that. But things take time. But I don't know how much time we have with this. So I'm going to go and say we are going in a recession. And be prepared for that. I'm going to say stock up your pantry. 
I'm going to say save some money. I'm going to say if you got a car payment, pay double car payments to get rid of the payment. I'm going to say if you're looking for a car, don't go buy a new car. I'm going to say buy a used car. I'm going to say start thinking differently. The clothes you have, switch them around so you don't have to spend money recklessly on things that aren't necessary. Because a recession coming means we're going to have to be prepared for that. Not just as a nation together, as a group, but individually as with our families. We have to be ready for this. We have to be ready for the fact that they might start running out of food and things. Like, I know people want to make fun of other countries and stuff, but if America keeps doing what they keep doing, we're just as bad. So a recession is probably coming. Be ready. But be aware that you can make smart decisions. You don't have to buy a new car and spend a ridiculous amount of money on a car payment every month. You could buy a used car. Sure, we don't know how long the used car is going to last, but it'll be paid off and you won't owe any monthly payments on it. Isn't that great to not owe monthly payments on it? Save up a couple thousand dollars, get something that's going to last you a little bit of time. And then once we get through this red, red, dead sea of nightmare called the stock market, maybe in a year or two or whatever, then then you could have some money saved up for a real down payment on a car. If you're trying to buy property right now, get in fast before like the rates are like seven or something. Seven point oh. Like last week they were five something. Two weeks ago they were at a three point nine and now things are just getting ridiculous. Yes, a recession is coming. Be aware of that. Uh next part of our conversation. What happened to gum? It's not the same. No one talks about gum. I don't even really see gum. Like, it's in the store, but I don't... I haven't had gum in a long time. Like, I haven't brought gum in a long time. It's just not something... I don't know. Did it just die off? Like, what happened? Are you chewing gum? Do you like gum? I mean, I like gum, but I like the different flavors of it, but it just died off. Next part of our conversation. Uh, Star Watch talk. The Kardashians return to Hulu. You knew they couldn't be off TV for a long time. They couldn't wait to come back on. They couldn't wait for someone to give them attention. They, I don't know if Hulu annoyed them to go back on and do it, but they sure did it very quickly. Am I going to watch it? We'll see. Uh, it does look sort of entertaining. Um, I don't have anything against the Kardashians. I just Sometimes their mindset really irritates me, but that's not their fault. I guess that's other people's fault for making them have a big head and be the way they are but i do like kylie so i might watch just to watch her um death on the nile me and skip watched that movie it was amazing oh my god if you haven't seen that movie it's on hulu it's on hbo max it's i mean hopefully you have hulu and you have hbo max it's there and i definitely think you're gonna like it there was a there was another death on the um I can't remember the name of the first one, but this was the second one, and it was very, very, very good. If you like any type of murder mystery, you're definitely going to like this, and I definitely recommend you look at it. It's actually on Hulu, by the way, too. Next part of our conversation, real horror isn't always obvious. Sometimes horror movies are slower, and sometimes horror movies aren't, you know, what you think they were going to be about. Like, we finally watched uh, Fresh on hulu and that 
was not what I thought it was going to be about at all. I thought that was going to be about, like, vampires. No, it was not about vampires. And I'm not going to ruin it by telling you what it was about. I'm just going to tell you, you need to watch it. And I'm also going to point this out. Maybe it's not a good idea to be trusting people you randomly meet on a dating website. Maybe you need to think about who you're trusting and doing things with. Just saying. But I do think sometimes horror can be slow. Sometimes horror can be uh, infused with some thriller and some depth and some layers. I think sometimes horror is not just jump scary or like slasher. Sometimes it's more deeper than that. Sometimes it's really creepy. It's about like heaven or hell or souls or death or the prophecy or it, it's got strands of like a what is it, supernatural or, or sometimes horror is just about some psychotic person killing people like in Friday the 13th or Freddy Krueger or uh, now I'm going back into old horror, but like horror is a genre of things that are scary, like it's supposed to scare you. So if you don't have a membership to Shutter and you're not, you know, provided with the best kind of horror, I invite you to get Shutter and I invite you to find the best horror. That's all I can do, right? As a horror enthusiast, thanks to my brothers, um, there's really good scary movies. And sometimes the good horror isn't about a a bad guy coming to chase you and kill you, like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. Sometimes horror is your best friend is eating people and they're a cannibal. And you had no idea that you think you're going to look at their house and they're going to lock you in the basement and chop off your arm and eat it as a chicken wing. See what I just did? That's what I mean. That could be horror. Because what would make you think that your best friend would chop off your arm and eat it as a chicken wing? Right? Right. Next part of our conversation, outside of horror, some of these CW shows are good and some of them are bad. I don't know. Like, is, um, uh, what is the name of that show? Uh, oh my God. I can't remember it. There's so many shows on there. I told you I already need to, like, get caught up with, um, super, um, what is her? Supergirl, and I need to get caught up with another show. I'm so far behind on um, Flash that I'm going to have to start that from the beginning because I, I tried to click on whatever it said the last episode was that I watched. I started watching it on Netflix, but I never like got through like the first couple episodes, so I think I should just start that over. Arrow, I started watching that, and I don't know where I am on that. So like, do I need to go through episode by episode to figure out where I am on that show? I guess so. I want to make sure I'm watching these things correctly because you know I love DC and I love comic books. So it's going to be my prerogative to make sure I watch it correctly. So I'll take my time with that. The part I don't like about it is you have to go back and forth between shows to connect everything. And that part's a little irritating, but I'll figure it out. No worries. Harley Quinn is returning to HBO Max. And I'm not talking about the movie. I'm talking about the show that's on HBO Max. It's not like the actual Harley Quinn. It's the... cartoon version of it 
and it's very good. There's so many layers of the show. Uh, where we left off, Ivy and Harley ran off together. Ivy was supposed to get married. That didn't end up happening. It's been a minute since we've seen Harley Quinn. I can't wait to watch it. I love that show. I like the fierceness of it. I like the unapologetic attitude. That's where I got mine from. And and I love the idea of Harley Quinn. You've got this fierce, vixen, beautiful girl that doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Sure, she's in a relationship with Joker, but fuck Joker too. Like, she's living her life, and she doesn't care. Sure, she has ditzy blonde moments, but everybody has ditzy blonde moments, regardless if your hair is blonde or not. And she... She's unapologetic. She's hardcore. She's a bad girl. She doesn't care. And that's why I love her. That's why I love comics. That's why I love girl characters. Not everybody's going to be Wonder Woman wanting to save the day. Some people are just going to be villains. And Harley Quinn is definitely my character. She's definitely someone I love to read. I have a whole collection of Harley uh, comics. And I'm proud to say she's my girl. And I rock with her forever. Um, she is just dynamite, like, for real. I'm, I can't wait to see this, uh, season, because the last season was just hilarious. Just, if you haven't watched Harley Quinn on HBO Max, go watch that right now. Like, now. Like, pause this and go watch that. Well, maybe go watch it after I get to the next part of the uh, conversation, which is making margaritas at home. I mean, you could watch Harley Quinn with a margarita in your hand, getting real twisted, right? But maybe make the margarita on like a Saturday when you're not working. Or maybe make it if you get off work early. Or maybe make it if something amazing happened. Uh, hopefully the something amazing isn't that you're pregnant because you don't want to be drinking margaritas with a baby in your tummy. But um, maybe you do. Whatever makes you happy. Maybe you just bought your first house. Maybe you're getting engaged. Maybe you got into because of college you want. Maybe you're getting transferred to another country. Maybe uh, you got that job you wanted. Maybe you got fired from a job you hated and now you get to claim unemployment or whatever. Or maybe you don't have to be around people you don't like anymore. Or maybe you're just drinking because it's sociable and it's fun. Whatever reason you want to drink, drink. Um, making margaritas at home is fun and it's likely cheaper than it is at the bar because some of these bar prices for liquor is ridiculous, man. Like, why? Just why? I don't know. I say you go find a good mixer and figure it out. Like, what flavor margarita do you want? What are you putting in your margarita? Like, are you sharing this or are you just drinking this by yourself? I don't know. I'm more of a social drinker. I don't like to drink lonely because that's depressing. And that shit's sad. Like, drinking out of the bottle by yourself, being, like, depressed drunk? No. We don't need to do that with our lives. No. Unicorn Lemonade. I know you're like, what is that? I found it on... Pinterest, you know, the thing I love to go on and get ideas from. It's like all these different colors and it's lemonade. And there's different steps and layers to it that you have to follow to get it to different colors. But it looks really cool. I think if you follow the instructions and you do it the way you're supposed to, I think it actually tastes good as well. Because I was watching a video on YouTube and they said it was good. So I'm just going to go ahead and agree with them that it was good. What can we make with passion fruit? 
outside of a smoothie. Uh, I guess you can make one of those fruit bowls and you could put it in there. Or I guess you could use it for like a sauce. Really, when it comes to fruit, you can do anything with it. You can make a sauce. You can make a dressing. You can make a fruit bowl. Maybe you can make ice cream. Maybe you can make some sort of dessert with it. Like, you got to get creative and think outside the box. Like, you got to think of it like it's a chop episode and you got 20 minutes to figure out dessert. I I say you have fun with it. Think of something that you might not have ever made before and then make it. That's what I say. Have fun. Like, cooking should be fun. We talk about that all the time. It should be something you love to do. Whether you're making a margarita or you're making something with passion fruit, you should be doing it with the idea that you're having fun. Uh, Ravioli bake. What is a ravioli bake? I think it's where you, like, you put sauce as the first layer on the bottom of the pan. Then you put um, completed ravioli, like they've been boiled and everything correctly. Then again, you put sauce. I guess you could put ricotta. I guess you could put mozzarella. I guess you could put um, basically whatever kind of cheese you want. I would do, like, a provolone mass mix. Um, and I would get fresh mozzarella from the um, cheesery, wherever you are. Um, hopefully, you got a market or someone nearby where you can get fresh mozzarella. Because you want it to have that thickness and that texture to it. Then, you would layer it with another sauce and then complete it till you get to the top. I think this is your cheater's version of like a ravioli that doesn't take as long to make. So, I say do that. Um, the recipe looked really good. Again, I found that on Pinterest. And if you're looking for a ravioli bake recipe, I recommend you go on Pinterest or you can go on YouTube and find a video for it. Uh, or you can do both. I guess you go on TikTok. I guess you go on Snapchat too. Whatever floats your boat. There's social media out there. If we're using it the correct way and we're having fun with it, there's nothing wrong with it. So go find yourself a video and hopefully you find somebody that has a great recipe where they're doing it step by step. You know, once I start doing these videos for Born to Be a Star, uh, maybe I'll link some videos with me cooking it so you can see me either excelling or failing. It's going to be one of the two. I'm either going to be really great at cooking or I'm going to suck at it and I'm going to make fun of myself. And it'll give you something to laugh at, right? Because laughing is fun. Um, but the ravioli bake is fun. It's easy. It's going to take you like 25, 30 minutes to make it. And you could have that for meal prep. You could have that for dinner. You could have that for Sunday dinner. You could have that whatever you want. It's very easy. Uh, and it's not going to take a long time. So I say go for it. Next part of our conversation. Is making bread at home worth it? I know I've talked to you continuously about making bread. I know I've talked to you about a bread maker. I know I said I wanted to get a bread maker. But the more I thought about that, right? Granted, we're moving soon and we're going to have a bigger kitchen and we're going to have a bigger space for the kitchen and the dining room. Hopefully it's all open and whatever. But do I really want to do that? Or could I just go to Doro and buy bread? I feel like I could just go to Doro and buy bread. Maybe at some point I'll get a bread maker, but it's not going to be anytime soon. And I don't want to put that on myself to have to go do that. Like, it's not a requirement for me to make bread. Some people want to make bread. I don't think I'm one of them. I don't think I have that time or patience to do that. And I don't want to lie to myself and make myself feel like I could be the best chef in the world. I'm not saying I can't be a cook. I'm just saying it takes a lot of effort to do that. And it takes, like, hours to make the bread. And I don't have those hours. I'm a very busy person. Every day for me is planned out and, like, 
coordinated. So for me, I don't think that matches up with my lifestyle. But at some point, maybe I'll try it. But is making bread at home worth it? I don't know. It depends on your schedule. Do you have time to do it? If you like making your own bread and you don't want to eat the bread from the store, I recommend you find a local bakery and you try their bread first. Then if you want to make your own bread, you bring that bread home and then try your own and see if it compares to that one. There's a place named Doro near me and it's delicious. So I'm going to stick with them for a while because it is. It's delicious. Um. Fruit bowls are fun. See, we're talking about fruit bowls after we talked about passion fruit. What do I mean by fruit bowls? So you get grapes, you get some apricot, you get some uh, uh, oranges, maybe you, get some, you chop up some strawberries, some berries. You put that all in a bowl together. You can even add some cantaloupe in there. Uh, what I like to do is um, on top, put like seasoning. Like I have this chocolate seasoning from... Um, what is it called? Uh, Flavor God. And I either like to put that or I like to put the ghost pepper on top of it. And it's so delicious. Uh, so I guess you could add uh, passion fruit into that. Oh my God. It's really good. Like, and I like mango too. So sometimes I'll do mango. I'll do pineapple. I'll do strawberries. I'll do grapes too. Cause I like the, the texture of grapes, but you got to make sure they're fresh. Um, and some berries, uh, with some like lemon wedges or, um, oranges as well chop it up into little pieces that are easy to eat and then you take the ghost pepper seasoning and the chocolate donut you pour that on top just with a little sugar and salt you made yourself something that is a fruit bowl and it's very very good some people like to blend it up and have sort of a texture of a yogurt i don't like to do that all the time sometimes in the summer i'll do that but for the most part i just eat the fruit it's delicious you can literally just take whatever fruit you have in your house and make a fruit bowl out of it. You don't have to put seasonings over it if you don't want to, but you could. I'm just giving you options. And if you don't have Flavor God seasonings and you just have regular seasonings, you could just literally take some salt and pepper and put that on top just for some extra flavor. Um, just because why can't you be a little fun? So if you're looking for something fun to eat, I say have a fruit bowl like we don't always have to be eating like big meals. Sometimes we can have something that's not as big. A fruit bowl. And maybe you want to put some passion fruit in it. Anyways, guess what? That is the end of the pod. Thank you for tuning in as always to Born to Be a Star. Happy Wednesday. It's hump day. So you know there's only two more days left of the week. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in as always. Don't forget you are a star wherever you are. And if you're going to get a margarita, get a straw to drink it with. And don't feel bad about life. And if you want to be like Harley Quinn, so do I. She is my idol for life. And she should be your idol for life, too. We should all be living unapologetically. That should just be a part of it. Don't forget your star wherever you are. I'll see you tomorrow on Thursday. Bye.